A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This episode of Canada Land is brought to you by Douglas, a mattress that is trusted by more than 200,000 Canadians from coast to coast to coast. It's a great mattress at a very reasonable price point. Comes with a 20-year warranty and a great deal for our listeners. Douglas is giving you a free sleep bundle with each mattress purchase. Get the sheets, pillows, mattress, and pillow protectors free with your Douglas purchase today. Visit douglas.ca slash CanadaLand to claim this offer. That is douglas.ca slash CanadaLand. Hey, I need you to pay close attention to this message. It is not an ad. This is about CanadaLand and this is about you. You need to know that the news crisis is about to get a lot worse. You've heard about the layoffs. We're about to have news closures. And it's very likely that we're going to be seeing the defunding of the CBC. Where are you going to get your information from? What can you do about this? You can support CanadaLand. We need you to. And so for this month and this month only, you can become a CanadaLand supporter and get everything our supporters get for just $2 a month. That is an almost 80% discount. The clock is ticking on this. It disappears at the end of the month, and then we will not offer it. We need your support. We need to keep news coverage alive in Canada. Go right now to canadaland.com join. And thank you. Hey, uh, this is a bonus episode. We do this from time to time uh, for the people who support us, you know, with five bucks a month or whatever. Um, we want to be as accountable and transparent as possible. So I've asked our supporters to send in questions like ask me anything and anything about Canada Land, the podcast or Canada Land, the news network, any of our shows, anything that I should be able to answer questions about. But for this to be, I think, a, a like useful exercise and for the answers not to be massaged and can, and for me not to have editorial control over which questions I choose to answer. Uh, the way that we did this is I asked people to send those questions, not to me, but to other producers here at Canada Land. And one of those people is with me in studio today, Tiffany Lamb, our producer. Hi, Tiffany. Hey, Jesse. Are you ready? I think so. Like, I feel, maybe I should feel more anxious. Like, I, I you know, I don't feel that anxious or nervous. Like, I should be able to answer anything people ask. So I, I think I feel okay. Okay, good. Wait for it. My name is Katia Riabova, and I'm asking a question from Toronto, Ontario. My tough question for Jesse is, does Canada Land vet its potential sponsors in any way? And is there a process in place that allows you to boot a sponsor that has problematic or questionable business practices? Good luck, Jesse. <laughs> Good question. Yeah, we vet our, our, our sponsors. The first thing we vet for is conflicts. And we turn down money. We turn down sponsors uh, 
for Canada land. You know, it's like the golden rule, like don't take money from people that you cover. It goes back to the beginning of this where there were so many of the stories that we were covering were about people taking money to give speeches to the petroleum industry while covering the petroleum industry. So there was a conversation after we started crowdfunding where I said, how do listeners of this show feel about us continuing to have advertising even though you're you're paying for us to be independent? We got like 100 responses to that from that, that smaller group of early supporters. And it was like 95 to 99% of people said, go ahead, do ads, you know, like you can pay people better. You can pay yourself better. You can, you can do more journalism, but don't take ads. M- many of them said for anyone you cover. So that's uh, the, f- the first rule is we, we don't take, you know, from the Canadian media that we cover on the Canada land podcast. We don't do that. And I think that that also transfers to like Oppo won't take money from like, they won't take political advertising because they're covering politics. In her email, she actually said that she has a particular luggage company in mind. Aha. Away luggage. Yeah. And there are reports about how they, you know, treated people, their employees badly. Yeah. There was um, a piece of investigative reporting where they, employees had provided like emails and correspondence. And it's weird because it's not a tech company, but it it very much seemed to have the culture of one of these tech companies. It's an e-commerce company. You've succeeded right off the bat in uh, knocking me off balance because I do feel like if we're going to take a company's money and we feel okay about endorsing them, then we have to like not talk shit about them. Like you're not going to pay us and then hear us talk shit about you. So if we have enough problem with you, that we feel like we need to talk shit about you, we just won't take your money. Mm. And and that's a decision that we have made. And that's what happened in that situation? No, oh, no. In, okay. the, in that situation, um, we looked at our messaging around the suitcase and what I say about the suitcase that I genuinely really I like my suitcase. <laughs> and what are we representing about this product? And the first question is, like, does this put us in a position where anything that we're saying isn't true? Is there a factual problem? And it cleared that hurdle, right? Then you move on to, like, okay, but what are our standards here about, like, um, the practices of the company? And there is no, like, absolute rule with it because I'm not going to say, hey, as long as the product is is a product that I can endorse in good faith and I'm not representing the, that, uh, you know, anything that isn't true, then I'm comfortable with this. Because there are things that that company could do or any company could do where I'd be like, all right, like, A, this is just a bad look for us to be associated with this company, and B, I do have a problem with the way that they're behaving in the world. So I can't say, like, oh, yeah, any time a company does something bad, they're out, or I can't, I can't say – we're okay with anything a company does as long as what we're saying about them is is okay and cool. Mm. So it is kind of like, it's kind of like an editorial decision. Mm. So you look at how did the company respond to this? What measures were taken? Did they break the law? Are anything about their values, you know, like really in opposition to our values? And it's case by case. And I think it's kind of like, if you get too religious about that or strict about that, you probably just shouldn't accept advertising because like, I don't accept the idea that by taking sponsorship money and endorsing a product, I'm representing that this company has no problems, Mm. you know, and is completely ethical in everything they do. But I do care. I don't want to be shilling for a company. I'll shill. I kind of like it. I kind of found that I'm okay at it. Yeah. It's sort of a fun thing to do in a way. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that is an example of a company that, as far as what I know about them, will continue to, to, to take their money and talk about their products. Because I guess it just hasn't crossed that line, and the way that they responded to it seemed to be reasonable to me. You'll selectively shill. I will selectively shill, and we will selectively shill. All right, next question is going to be a non-recorded one. Uh, this one comes from Jay Worsley. 
Jesse, you are easily one of the most passionate people in the Canadian media landscape, and generally you're pretty cynical, which makes for some amazing entertainment. However, sometimes your cynicism seems to cloud your perception, and it always seems you're against everything. What turns your crank about the amazing nation we call home, and what continues to inspire you to want to make it better to live in and improve its media? Do you have any hope for real change? I don't agree with the premise of that question. <laughs> Who's that by? What, that you're cynical? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm cynical. Who's that oh, from? Oh, okay. Uh, Jay Worsley. Jay, I mean, I, I think you're confusing maybe like snark uh, and skepticism with cynicism. Like, this is a hopelessly, almost embarrassingly uncynical exercise. You know, the vast majority of Canadians don't passionately complain about this country. Ah, Jesus. I'm not trying to put myself in some level above. Like, like you have to actually believe that it could be better or that it's worth trying to fix to criticize. Like, criticism itself, it's not about us. It's about the act of criticism and reporting. Like, reporting is very much like uh, you have to believe that the world, there's a right way for things to be and that things can be good if you're going to dedicate yourself to pointing out the ways in which it falls short and is bad. If you just accept, like, yeah, what do you expect, like, uh, that's just the way the world works. Why would you like go to this like, you know, painstaking exercise of trying to verify all the facts? Like this is often like the conversation I get in with 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 my wife is like I'm like, we've got like oh I've got this exciting story. Uh, we found proof that this thing is happening, and she's like, of course that's happening. Everybody knows that's happening. Why are you so excited that that's happening? And I'm like, but I can prove that it's happening. Uh, anyhow, I, 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 I think that, like, I, I'm not going to rhapsodize about how wonderful and beautiful Canada could be. I think that it's just sort of implicit in what we do, like just the, the, the act of being annoyingly specifically critical and cantankerous about things is, you know, the most hopelessly idealistic thing you can do. Aww. Hi, I'm Lawrence Mile, and I'm asking a question from Montreal, Quebec. My question is, I wonder if Jesse could talk just a little bit less during his interviews and allow the guests to talk a little bit more so we can hear what they have to say. That would be great. <laughs> um. <laughs> hey, this is Tiffany. You've been listening to a special bonus episode of Canada Land. We produce these Ask Me Anything shows to provide transparency to the listeners who support us about the work they pay us to do. If you'd like to hear the rest of the episode right now and get ad-free episodes of Canada Land every week, it's never been easier to support us. Just click the link in the episode notes to the show. It takes under two minutes to sign up for five bucks a month Canadian. And when you do, you will get a premium ad-free version feed of this podcast. If you're listening on a computer, go to canadalandshow.com slash join.